Hello and welcome to the Andor podcast from Church's Bookshop. That's Linda. That's Andrew. And that's Georgia. And as always, we are just three friends having a chat, so we don't represent any uh, denomination or organisation that we're a part of. Absolutely. And this week, we're going to be chatting a bit about Sabbath. Uh, what a Sabbath is, what it means to us, a little bit about what it looks like sort of in the modern world. Yeah, so I thought it would be good to start by kind of discussing what we individually think of when we say the word Sabbath. Well, um, it's interesting, sort of growing up, we always think, you know, Sunday is the Sabbath, which is inaccurate anyway, Saturday is the Sabbath. But that was the idea, Sunday is Sabbath, it means you're meant to go to church and not go shopping, was kind of my, my juvenile grasping of, of the idea. I think as, I, as I've sort of grown in my faith, it's become much more about the idea of rest, which is kind of the original meaning more and not so identified with Sunday or indeed any particular day. It's become more about taking time out and taking taking rest. So yeah, that that's what I think Sabbath means to me. What about you, Linda? Yeah, um, I, I would say that, yeah, similarly growing up, I got a lot of interesting messages about the Sabbath and it was quite a legalistic thing. Like you should not work on Sundays. And again, like you say, that's just so funny because when you look at what Sabbath was originally, it wasn't even on a Sunday. And it kind of changed uh, to be the Sunday being the Lord's Day, like in the New Testament. But it doesn't carry that same history or anything with it. So, yeah, I've always thought it's a, a good thing to take a rest um, during the week. But um, I now don't think of it necessarily as such a religious thing. I think of it more as a nice thing that God was kind enough to give us for our well-being rather than something to get angry with each other about which has been a lot of my experience really people saying oh don't do this don't do sport don't do business whatever it might be everybody has their own different set of rules but I think for me now Sabbath just means rest and so taking regular time to rest during the week. Yeah I think for me there probably is still a bit of a religious element to it in that I think I would think of it as a time of rest, but also perhaps a time of spiritual renewal. So there's kind of a, a God element to it there, but I would agree I don't necessarily think of it as being on a Sunday or having anything to do with going to church. And actually, I think we tend to be quite plugged in and involved in church, so often we might be leading the Sunday school or something on a Sunday morning. So quite often, Sunday very much is not a day of rest for me, and I really enjoy going to church, but it's obviously often more a day of service, I suppose. Yeah, I definitely agree with that you know I'm often in the band on a Sunday or working with the young people and so I'm, I'm not in the sermon I'm not necessarily getting that same renewal I obviously if I'm playing in the band great you know time of worship and it, it's great but I think I can't make the mistake of thinking oh that's that's my Sabbath done I don't think that is for me I think that is it's almost a, a say a time of service a time of celebrating and, and knowing my my um, brothers and sisters in Christ you know my church family but I, I need to be very mindful of taking other time which is actually time to rest otherwise I can very quickly burn out. Right so my next question is is the Sabbath the idea of the Sabbath something that we each would consider to be important or do we sort of think it's a bit antiquated and not really something we need to be doing anymore as modern Christians? Well I think that rest is really important and it's something that I've become more and more aware of um, especially in the last few years. I um, I used to be able to, you know, just keep going and keep going and keep going. And especially if I was motivated and enjoying something, uh, I could keep working on it and easily forget about 
having time to rest. Um, and although it's exciting to be that motivated, it catches up with you and it definitely caught up with me. Um, and I've experienced that burnout before. So I guess it's not, it's not even like it's important to me. So I choose to rest now. It's become as a result of all of that, it's become a necessity. Uh, like I, I can't keep going to the same extent. I, I know now that I need to rest. Otherwise, I might break. <laughs> but yeah, I, yeah, I would say it's really important to me. Although I, I don't know what I necessarily believe about whether uh, what we do on a Sunday counts as the, the, you know, the old-fashioned Sabbath that was in Jewish law. But Sundays are, are really important to me. Uh, I love having that time of fellowship, hearing some good teaching, worshiping together. And then I do tend to, I do make Sunday my day of rest for the rest of the afternoon. You know, it, it tends to be a whole day of sp- kind of spiritual food uh, in the morning through church and then fellowship and then uh, time to rest and just be alone with God in the afternoon. I think for me, if you'd ask me, is Sabbath important? I kind of go it's just sounds a bit of a more well, legalistic term if you say is rest important then yeah absolutely um, i absolutely think that rest is is really vital i think possibly combining those two thoughts and take and uh, making sure that sabbath is not meaning this legalistic thing of how many steps can you take or can you rescue your donkey from a well um which doesn't really apply to me nowadays um I, I <laughs> you just leave it in the well how cruel well, I can't remember the last time I rescued a donkey from a well. I had to rescue a staffy from a waterfall. Does that count? Oh, well, I feel like we need to hear that story now. Um, my my lovely staffy, Reuben, um, decided he was going on an adventure by jumping uh, over a fence and down a kind of a cascade of water, kind of a waterfall in a, one of our lovely glens here on the island. You say that like it was small. It, it's Dune Glen. It is a really big waterfall. Oh my word. That, that's a massive waterfall how now, is he still alive he luckily he was on a lead and it was attached to a harness so it wasn't on his neck it wasn't on his collar so i was able to catch him on that and haul him back up <laughs> um but i don't think it was a sabbath day on that day um we did get some strange looks stood by the fence pulling him back up presently. so so basically it's a good thing he did it on a weekday because otherwise you might have had to leave him hanging there is that what you're yeah, saying we just had to let go that would have been it well i think um i don't know how i got this off topic yes i do i'm me <laughs> no i think i blame linda <laughs> yeah okay um but i think for me the idea of sabbath it's, it's about making an active choice to rest but how that rest looks can be very different um i remember a, a pastor of mine who was talking about a story about how they'd they'd gone like mattress shopping on the sabbath or, or shopping a sofa or something and when they got it home they felt so bad that they'd gone on a sunday that they returned it and i just remember thinking that it seemed a bit pointless at that point because returning it doesn't mean you rested then all it's doing is taking more of your time later and so i think sabbath is important if taken to the correct or what i think is the correct meaning which is a an active time of saying no this is this is rest time for me now yeah, I 100% agree with that sentiment. Like, I think that that is the perfect example of what Jesus meant when he said the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. And I really interpret that verse to mean that 
rest is a gift to you. It's not meant to be something that you make yourself feel guilty over because sometimes doing a little bit more work now um, or doing this or that now can actually free up time for you to have more quality rest, whatever that might look like. I think that uh, Sabbath, the whole principle of rest was something designed for our well-being. And it was to my mind to remind like the Israelites that they're not slaves they're not just there to make bricks <laughs> you know not just to be productive but to actually be human I think it's a gift definitely rest is something I am really really bad at and I think one of the things I tend to do is I actually can make it into a bit of a chore it almost ends up something on my to-do list is I need to I need to stop and rest and it's something I need to tick off and suddenly enough enforced rest is not actually very restful um, and I think with any kind of rest, but perhaps particularly with with resting in God and a kind of more spiritual rest, it's so important that you're not just making it another thing to tick off, but it's something that you, you're engaging in in a way that you're actually enjoying and getting something from. You're not just doing it as a, out of a sense of beauty because it's sort of a bit pointless at that point, I think. I definitely agree. It's um, If you're worrying about whether it's okay to go to the shop or go to the cinema, well, you're, you're worrying. And for me, the opposite of rest, in a way, is worry. Obviously, yeah, being busy is not, is, is not resting, but also just worrying. That's, that's Your soul is busy, even if your body isn't. So if you want to go shopping, maybe that's how you need to rest this week. Yeah, and I suppose maybe it is distinguishing between leisure activities and sort of busy work activities as well, because you can you can be very busy doing stuff that you enjoy doing. And I think you do need to take a, a real rest, but equally sometimes your your rest, what you need might be to to do something you find fun, not to do nothing. Yeah, the, the question for me is whether it's more helpful and more restful to, to be that disciplined and schedule in time regularly when you know that you're going to rest, whether that in the long run is more helpful or whether kind of stopping or being more flexible with your routine to allow you to do a bit more work for peace of mind, which is actually better. Is it a good spiritual discipline to practice finding rest even when you are stressed with a heavy workload? Because I know that when I was at uni and I was doing my teacher training and it was such a demanding course. And for the first year, I would say my top priority was God and I I was quite religious about taking a Sabbath day and so to to the extent that it did stress me out a little bit um trying to get everything done by Saturday night sometimes staying up really late and being quite tired on the Sunday but I knew that that was my sacred day of rest I like I say it did it stressed me out to a point trying to preserve that day of rest but then the following year and the year after that, when I really let that slip, I think I did see a, a tip in my mental health because I didn't have a Sabbath at all. I didn't have any rest time during the week. Um, and my justification for that was that I didn't want to stress myself out because there was too much to fit into six days. And uh, yeah, I think either way, <laughs> either way, it was just a very stressful course, and I don't, I don't really know what would be the best way to get through that but I have a slight leaning towards preserving some time of rest during the week would would have been helpful 
Yeah, and I think it probably depends on your personality type as well, doesn't it? That some people really need that real structure. And for other people, the structure actually is a stress to them. And trying to organise yourself to that level is actually doesn't come very naturally to you and becomes a real burden in itself. And I think for me, I kind of fall somewhere in between because, like I say, I can make it into a chore by having it be something that I just have to do and I actually enjoy doing it. But equally, because I'm bad at resting, if I don't make a very deliberate choice to do so, it just will never happen. Or at least it won't happen until I've like completely burnt myself out and collapsed and have made myself really ill. So I think I often have to find a way to be quite deliberate about it without it feeling like a job, which is quite difficult, I find. Yeah, I guess hindsight kind of is teaching me. And, and maybe it's just that I'm a little bit older now. <laughs> um, but definitely the the right answer would have been there is too much work this is not healthy (laughs) um and I think now I'm a lot better at seeing where actually I just need to let my standards slip a little bit or I should not be trying to do this many things uh, even if it is a requirement of the course or whatever I think that's where this whole idea of Sabbath being a gift, I could be like, well, it's against my religion to work this much. So I am required to take a day off and not worry about all of this work. And if it doesn't get done, it doesn't get done. <laughs> like, hmm, maybe, maybe that would have been a helpful uh, way to go. It's very interesting, isn't it? Because you say that and you're at least partially jokey in what you're, what you're saying. But at the same time, as Christians, we are called to do something radically different. And the idea of Sabbath was really strange to all the people, the ancient Israelites were, were around the ancient Israelites. They you'd spend a whole day and not get any work done. And for us today, you know, actually, Sabbath often doesn't actually look like that. And, you know, on a Sunday, most shops are open, most stuff going on. So a lot of people are working. You know, I'm, I'm lucky now that I, uh, if it were not lockdown, I would not have to be working on a Sunday. Um, I don't have to work any day right now. You know, in, in previous jobs, I've had to work on a Sunday. It's, you know, that's the level of, well, I needed a job. And the job was a job that required Sunday working. And there aren't really proper protections in to enable people to take that rest when they're going into a new job. Uh, there's the rule that, you know, if you go into a job that's, um, if you're in a job when the rules came in, I know they had to, to respect you didn't have to work on Sundays. But nowadays, if you say, well, I don't, I'm afraid I don't do Sundays when you apply for a job, you're not getting the job because there are plenty of people who are willing. And I think that can make sort of the idea of, of Sabbath even more radical for us today. And do we have to start looking at things and saying, actually, you know, some of these things which are just accepted by society as normal are too much for a human being. I mean, look at the rates of, of mental illness and stuff that, that is in our society. Maybe our idea of, you know, our society's idea of what is normal is wrong and maybe we do have to be that radical and start saying no actually if this is the demand the demand is too high because i have this i have to take rest because it is a gift given to me that i believe i believe that god has ordained that humans should have rest definitely agree with that like just to be able to kind of prayerfully think about it and go okay um i'm not okay with how this this works in general and i want to be different that's uh, inspiring we've touched in the last couple of episodes actually a bit on this idea of in our culture there's often this sense of your value is in how productive you are or what you can do or what you produce and needing to move away from that and embrace that your value is innate in who you are Um, and I think that that speaks into this a lot as well doesn't it that maybe we feel this pressure to be busy all the time because that's a very 
Western cultural thing that we should be busy and we shouldn't be wasting our time and we should be producing and making and creating. And I think there is something quite radical about the whole idea of genuinely just resting and not feeling guilty about that. And I know that's something I, I really struggle with and I struggle to be kind of strong enough to be like, no, I'm going to say no to doing that because I'm doing too much already and I need to stop. And that's, yeah. Why do I get the feel that like I want to say vive la revolution? <laughs> um. <laughs> because it wouldn't be an Anvil episode without a random outburst <laughs> from Andrew. <laughs> I, I haven't made any barnyard animal noises yet. <laughs> oh, yeah. Having sort of discussed the importance of it, is a Sabbath something that we eat, try to regularly take? And if it isn't, is it something that we, we would like to take or are we kind of happy with the fact that we don't? I'm not very good at it, if I'm honest. Possibly because I, during um, how I work, I, I've got, you know, work two jobs in the summer and one the rest of the year. And so when I'm working both my jobs, I'm working six days a week and my day off is a Sunday and I'm giving a lot on a Sunday, um, which you sort of touched on a bit earlier. I, I'm you know, maybe leading a youth group or, or playing in the band or, or some other way, uh, sometimes going to a couple of church services, which doesn't leave a whole lot of time for actual rest. No, yeah, question- and then on top of that, you're supposedly meant to find time to do things like clean your house and do your laundry. <laughs> like what about that yeah i think i often find that you know after that there's not a lot of time left for actual rest at the same time everything i'm doing is either good or necessary you know like i i enjoy what i give at my church and i try and be sensible and not overcommit. but at the same time there are things that i just really really enjoy doing or feel called to do when it comes to work and i think it's the fact that maybe many millennials are used to that perhaps older generations weren't so much is that one job isn't necessarily enough or a, a regular full-time week isn't actually necessarily enough to provide the money to live anymore. Um, not in all cases, but for me, if I didn't work, and for me, it's partly because I chose to work at least partly in Christian retail, um, which is not a lucrative career option. Um, nor was it really a deli- very much appreciated. <laughs> <laughs> nor was it really a deliberate career option, more of a God thing. God just said, you're doing this now, then okay. <laughs> Yeah, you know, so that that's part of it. But I know many people who are you know, people working two, three, four jobs to keep themselves going. And actually, at that point, where is the space for rest then? And I think the answer is perhaps that there isn't any because our system is so focused on productivity and and generating profit. Basically, I I really am going to turn communist on this, aren't I? Yeah, we're having we a revolution now. We, <laughs> do not, we do not endorse any political viewpoint. <laughs> But yeah, I think um, maybe our current economic system doesn't allow a lot of people to have the Sabbath. And originally it was this great level that everyone from the king down to the lowest of the low could take that break, have that Sabbath. But nowadays, I don't think that's true anymore. So I, I'd like to take the Sabbath more. I'd like to take time off more. I don't know if I necessarily am always going to have the chance to, if I also want to have a roof over my head and, and food to eat. Yeah, that's a really interesting point you raised, actually, about the way kind of our value is deemed by society and the the need to be productive and have something to show for your day and for your life. And um, I I think that that can also just get into your psyche as well. Um, So it's not always necessarily external pressure to do something. But I know that 
like I, I shared about um, my experience doing teacher training and actually even after my short-lived teaching career ended, I still had that mindset, um, I guess, as part, partly a habit that I needed to be busy all the time. Um, and so even though I gave up that career for my mental health, I very quickly took on loads of extra projects. I was volunteering for like three different charities whilst working full time as soon as I'd stepped away from that career to do something else. Yeah, it took me a, a real while to get that balance right. Um, and I would say now I do regularly make sure that I'm taking a, a rest day each week. And I'm very lucky in that the charity that I work for now um, is a Christian charity and has that complete um, Christian ethos in terms of work ethic right the way through kind of the example set from the top right down that you that you make sure and and it's not even just a oh Sunday should be your Sabbath day it's a make sure that you're only really trying to work sort of two out of three portions of the day so either you know morning afternoon or afternoon evening or morning and evening make sure you're getting those mini Sabbaths every day as well make sure you're taking some time uh, to just be human and I think that's that certainly helps me now um I've definitely it's something that I've had to work out over a long time but it's really important to me now to make sure I'm getting that rest time I start every week with the intention of taking a Sabbath and probably the vast majority of weeks I don't take one I think because the, the hours I work my weekend is actually Sunday Monday rather than Saturday Sunday and I'm aware that some days for me are, are more times of service than times of rest. Um, particularly because of everything we've talked about in my health the last few weeks, I have less energy than the average person. By the time I've done a Sunday service, I'm kind of exhausted and I'm done for the day and I don't really have anything else left in me. And so I suppose in theory, I probably do rest generally on a Sunday afternoon, but it's not it's not a rest I'm gaining anything from. It's literally a, a collapsed kind of rest. Um, so I always intend to take the Monday then as a real Sabbath day and do God time, maybe do some writing, do some reading, spend some time outdoors, take all that refreshing rest. But I have a really bad habit of coming up with, oh, but I haven't done the laundry yet this week and it has to be done or this has to be done. And I'm very, very bad at saying to myself, no, it doesn't. You can do it tomorrow. Um, and some of that, again, goes back to that lower energy level thing I have only so much energy any day so I struggle to stay on top of all the things that I'm involved in and all the housework and all of everything needs to be done so it can then be quite hard to take a moment where I do have energy and deliberately rest in that moment but I definitely wish I was better at it and I think I would probably be a happier and healthier version of myself if I was better at it. That's bearing in mind you know we both work for a, for a Christian bookshop so our committee above us are very, very committed to make sure we don't work too many hours. We often, by choice, choose to do more hours than, than we are hired for um, because we love the shop and because it's a calling. But I know for a while we had a place where a volunteer had stepped down and so we were filling in the gap. And after a while, the committee just said, no, yeah, that's too much. You're, you know, we were doing too many days on the trot, too many days. I've always said, no, we'd rather close the shop. And that is not a good financial or business decision. But we closed the shop because because it was right for us. And actually, I think we both agree that was the right thing to do. And within a few weeks of doing that, having looked for ages, God provided volunteers. And we have that, 
I say we have that day open again, we have no days open. When this is over, we will have all the days open again. But maybe that's an interesting demonstration if I get caught up on that this needs to be done. And perhaps if I have almost, it's almost the same as you do with money. If I had more faith with my time and with my energy, and when I'm going to rest today, I'm going to trust that God will give me the time and energy to work the rest of this out later. And I'm probably, that's something I could really do with working on, I think. Oh, yeah. And just what a great example as well about what you were saying before, Andrew, about being countercultural as Christians. Like what what non-religious employer would pass up the opportunity to get a bit of extra free work out of you? I mean, um, that's that's the kind of stuff that however well ethically run a business might be, it's you just wouldn't turn down that kind of passion for a job that makes you put in all of those extra hours and the extra work because yeah that's <laughs> that's not a good business decision like you said but really really great when your boss recognizes actually what would god think about this and that rest time is more important we are really blessed in that way i i know from talking to other other people in christian retail not even all christian bookshops are like that you know there are people who who don't get to take their holidays who who are working more hours than they're meant to with without any extra pay and it is expected so for us you know we're we're blessed in that we have our, our committee has the real attitude of well we we work really hard and then when we need a break we should have a break so if we need we kind of don't they just trust us if we say we, we need to take holiday they'll let us take holiday and we just sort out volunteers to cover and our volunteers are lovely. They step up and, and fill in the hours. And if they can't fill in the hours, then we say, well, you need a holiday, so we'll close. That's fantastic. And unfortunately, not even all Christian employers are like that. I think, I don't think there are, I can't think of any non-Christian employers who are like that. But I think even within the church, we've got to watch ourselves and say, well, how are we valuing people? Are we allowing them to take, take Sabbath, to take rest? And I think it is so easy for all of us to get caught up in this needs to be done or this is important and forget to just put our trust in God and go we'll do the right thing and God will work the rest out okay so one thing I've been really curious about is what Sabbath looks like during quarantine because I feel like we've all or many of us at least have so much more downtime at the moment that is it actually easier or harder to be taking deliberate Sabbath time which is maybe more than just rest has there been a quarantine? I have noticed. <laughs> I, I think Are you living under a rock? Um, probably. No, I'm just a hermit anyway. For me, I think it's harder because, well, in some ways I'm resting a lot more, but I'm not taking intentional rest. I mean, the word Sabbath in Hebrew, Shabbat, is not a passive word. It's not a word that implies just absence of doing something. It's actively not doing something, if that makes sense. So I'm doing a lot of passive resting where I'm just not doing anything or I'm doing things I enjoy, but I'm finding it harder to take time where I'm choosing to rest. And um, I don't know if others sort of find the same thing, but I know for me, certainly I'm actually finding no to, to put time aside that says, no, this is my, my rest time when I might not actually be doing much different to a lot of the rest of the time, but to put aside time for God and for rest. Yeah, I'm finding it challenging. Like whilst... Okay, I'm going to say something which, like, under normal circumstances, I do not believe this. But a change is as good as a break, right? Just sometimes, sometimes a change is as good as a break. Like, if I could just go and hug someone right now, that would be, like, better than, yeah, better than a whole day's 
rest in some ways. Um, but obviously we can't do that. But I think things like um, getting some outside time, it, it's just a change of scenery that when you're like stuck in your house for the majority of the day, that change of scene just kind of does refresh you a bit. And uh, I think one thing that I've been really conscious of while I've been social distancing and all of that and on my own in the flat is that I tend to have a lot of content streaming while I'm just going about my day because it makes me feel less like I'm on my own. But actually those moments when I do just turn off the TV or whatever, uh, turn off the podcasts and the, <laughs> not the worst thing you should turn this off. Please um, not turn off this podcast. Unless God says so. Um, but yeah, there's moments when I do kind of like pause and just do something different or give my brain a rest from all of that um, watching and listening and just tuning back into God or being okay with the silence for a little bit of time. It, I definitely have noticed that when I intentionally try to do that, that is helping me in my mindset. Yeah, I think this is something where I started off being quite good about it and then I've got quite bad about it, which was probably predictable because, as I may have mentioned, I'm really bad at rest. But when we first went into quarantine, I did actually sit um quite kind of pedantically draw up a schedule of this was going to do this housework on this day and this housework on this day and these were the days and hours I was going to do what bookshop work I can do from home and kind of divided up my time to keep some sort of semblance of normality and one of the things I did at that point was put in that Sunday was going to be a day of rest and all I had to do on a Sunday was tune in to like the virtual church and then I wasn't doing housework and I wasn't doing bookshop work and I was just going to rest and actually have a Sabbath and just first probably three weeks I did do that and I really enjoyed it and appreciated it and it was a really nice treat because I am really bad at taking particularly like big blocks of time that are genuinely just do I want in um and then the last few weeks I have got I've got no idea how many weeks because I don't know how long this has been going on for I've lost all track of time I'm like week seven or eight now yeah so maybe the last three or four weeks then I guess I don't know. But yeah, recently I've got much worth at it and I've let the schedule slide and I haven't really been sticking to it. Oh, I've Georgia, had... how could you? Don't you know no. that's a sin? I've let myself Thou down. shalt not neglect thy lockdown schedule. That should be a commandment. In fact, now I want to write the Ten Commandments of lockdown. <laughs> Are we meant to write new bits of the Bible? Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> before I get like excommunicated or something <laughs> Methodists don't excommunicate you're fine <laughs> they might introduce a rule just for me <laughs> particularly after I'm supposed join to us Georgia experience <laughs> the sweet release of excommunication this has gone severely off topic <laughs> okay anyway um yeah because I'm bad at resting I've gone a bit off off the track with my schedule and I'm kind of just doing housework and work whenever I want and the result of that has been I haven't been taking a Sabbath day or a rest day at all anymore and actually I have genuinely seen a decline in probably both my emotional and my physical health actually as a result of that like I actually think I have less energy and my ME is a bit worse um so I think that's been an interesting lesson to maybe a I need to 
get back on schedule and go back to being pedantic and strange but maybe something to take away after this is all over as well that I do need to be more disciplined about making myself take that day yeah I think I've been equally undisciplined but for, for different reasons um as we mentioned the, the dedication last episode I, I lost my dad a few weeks back uh, to coronavirus and since then the sort of time of grief it does make it very hard to to follow a schedule and I'm kind of trying to be be kind to myself through that and say okay no I right now I need to do what I need to do rest as I need to rest and and not be pedantic with myself right now because it is still very raw and I, I think it will be raw for a while because it's a very different time to be bereaved um to how we might normally experience it yeah. but I am I'm definitely knowing that I want to get to the place again where I'm spending deliberate time with God and time at rest. But um, maybe I'm not the best example right now, um, or the, the best one to talk about it, because for me, this has been a really strange few weeks. I think maybe what we've determined is there is no right or wrong answer on this. You need to figure out what works for you. <laughs> so thanks for listening to the Anvil. This was all a waste of time. Yeah, I mean, what are you finding is actually helping you feel more rested at the moment? Because I know I know some people who I know who are massive extroverts and they just don't feel refreshed if they haven't had social time. And I mean, normally, under normal circumstances, I'm quite introverted. And so if I've been busy for a while, the thing that I need to do really to refresh is take some time away, be quiet, maybe read my Bible turn some scripture into a piece of artwork or something like those kind of solo activities but yeah right now I think to answer my own question sometimes uh, if I am spending like a whole day where I'm not seeing anyone I can feel quite drained and sometimes just that like 10 minute zoom chat just picks up my mood and I feel more refreshed by that than I kind of would from doing my normal rest stuff yeah I think I get that um, not so much with with um, sort of socialising because I am, as I said earlier, am a hermit. Um, but I am finding that stuff I normally do to rest is becoming the everyday stuff. So I'm having to make sure that if I want to feel rested, I have to take deliberate time. Whether that's you know a, a really warm bath, that's that's great. That relaxes me. You know what I normally do with reading or or gaming on the computer, that isn't doing quite so much. Um, perhaps because I can do it all day every day. The one thing that is helping is sleep. I am getting the proper amount of sleep. Not necessarily at the right time, <laughs> but still the proper amount of sleep. And normally... Oh, I, I, think lo- yeah. I think loads of people are struggling with sleep at the moment because you're not doing the same kinds of things with your day to tire you out in the same way. So it's harder than to use up that energy or to feel tired at the right moments. Yeah, I think... For me, I'm finding I'm very much a night owl. And so normally, I, you know, in normal circumstances, I stay up quite late, but then still have to get up early because that's when the world determined the workday starts. My my day does not correspond to daylight. Uh, that's not when I have energy. So actually, you know, I, although my, my sleep pattern has been entirely shifted and will eventually have to go back, I'm also kind of, well, I'm getting the right amount of sleep and the right amount of time awake. and And I'm feeling better rested because of it. Is there a chance, Andrew, that you are part bat? Well, I haven't gone into my family tree, but 
but I wouldn't okay. entirely discount the possibility. He could be a vampire. Yeah, just just maybe something to look at. Oh, oh, <laughs> I got dark. Just maybe something to look into. Um, yeah, I will. I'll do some research and report back. Thank you. This is the anvil doing important research. <laughs> Wasn't it a bat that had coronavirus first? It was. It was. It was not me. <laughs> I have been nowhere near Wuhan. But yeah, I think the sleep thing is a big thing, actually. I'm going to try and bring this back on topic. It's not fair. It's a lost cause. I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting for the bat impressions now. Why have we not had a bat impression? Because you just sprang it on me and I've never done a bat impression. Go for it. It needs to be an audible bat impression because this is a <laughs> For those who couldn't see, he was just flapping his arms like a crazy person. I would like to make a point that bats make noises in ultrasonic frequencies that are not audible to the human ear. So I was doing a perfect so, impression. So what you're yeah. <laughs> what you're saying is you were you were ultrasonic and that's why we couldn't hear you. Yep, I was doing a perfect sonic recreation of a bat. It's just a shame all your human ears couldn't hear. Possibly implies you are in fact related to a bat if you have that ability. I think that's a cliffhanger to leave it on for another week. <laughs> Yay! Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so does anyone have any final thoughts about the summer? The summer thought we're talking about bats. I don't know anymore. I don't think I answered your question. Yeah. What? What is? But what? How do? You, yeah. How do you rest? I think I'm finding the going for a walk every day really important. Um, I suppose, like you say, that isn't really a rest, it's more of a change, but it is restful because it's just nice to get out of the house. Particularly, it's been so sunny most days here lately. It's been really lovely. Yeah, we live right on the coast and there's a lovely coastal path, so we're really blessed yeah. you know, to, to be able to take some time walking on, on a really nice part of the world. I don't know if Ruben, our, our dog, quite appreciates the walk as much every day. He did at first, he was really excited, by now he's starting to feel his age and his arthritis, and he's deciding that he'd much rather go home about five minutes into the walk. Keeps trying to drag us backwards. And he is a staffy, so he is able to do that. Um, but we haven't I'll... heard that much from him this episode, though, have we? It's been quite good. We took him on a walk beforehand, he's asleep. He's literally passed out on the sofa. <laughs> You'll probably hear him snoring at some point. See, Sabbath is important for dogs, too. It is, and they get a lot of it, I noticed it. But yeah, no, other than that, I think trying to take deliberate god time has been quite... Love how I'm still trying to take this on topic. Why am I even trying? <laughs> Should we just leave it there? Shall I explain what we're doing next week? Let's yeah. do that. I'm sure our, 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 our listeners do not tune in for deep theological discussion. They tune in for silent fat impressions and laughter. <laughs> they might never tune in again. <laughs> oh, so, right, I think that's probably a good place to leave it for this week. Um... Oh, next week we will be looking at um the kind of media that we consume um i've been doing it's may the 4th today when we're recording so star wars day i've been binge watching the entire star wars franchise well the episodes and i'm currently halfway through episode five so i'll let you know if i ever get to the end but yeah it is like i said something i've been very aware that i'm doing consuming a lot more content during these times of strange quarantine stuff so yeah maybe just a challenge for the three of us over this week if we can try and like keep track of what we're watching and how we feel it's helping or hindering us in life and faith sounds good and if any of our listeners would like to to join in with that feel free might be a nice chance to sort of think a bit more meaningfully about what you are watching and listening to i have a question 
my question is how broadly are we doing this are we only doing stuff we're watching are we including podcasts and radio are we including books i need details because oh. i'm the kind of person who makes schedules better include yeah. books, otherwise georgia won't consume anything yeah 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 Let, let's just go all media okay awesome so that that's our challenge for the week um and say if you want to join in feel free if you've enjoyed this episode and want to to listen to more silent animal impressions and a bit of god talk thrown in too then um, you can catch us. Our website is churchesbookshop.im. Scroll down, click on the Anvil podcast. And from there, you can uh, find links to subscribe on numerous podcast platforms, or you can listen to it there. We also post our episodes to Facebook every week. It's um, facebook.com forward slash the Anvil. Uh, we'd love for you to join us there, like the page, subscribe, and give us some comments. Let us know what you think about Sabbath or anything else we talk about. Um, whether you liked my bat impression, that is the key takeaway from this week, I think. Um, <laughs> That's just about all I'm taking away from this week. I don't actually remember what we talked about. <laughs> I just remembered the bat impression. <laughs> and on that note, this has been the Anvil Podcast from Church's Bookshop. That's Linda. That's Georgia. <laughs> That's Andrew. And we hope you've enjoyed it and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.